All right, we're back for week 13. A uh, little hiatus there because of the holidays. I hope everyone understands. If you don't, tough shit. I, was, I think we were <laughs> both a little busy at family in town. So, and then it was kind of odd because there was, you have three games on Thanksgiving. So that kind of cuts down on your Sunday slate. And I just, uh, just too busy to, to do this honest, to be honest with you. So, uh, we're back week 13 and, um, we're going to get into picks. We've got some college, Adam's got some college basketball, college football. Uh, I have some NFL as he does as well. But before we get into that, uh, Adam, I want to hear your thoughts on the way the NFL is panning out this year and the shit show that is the NFL and betting the NFL. I don't know what to expect every week. Um, I think week in and week out, there are surprises every week. Um, I, I guess I thought even like, I think the Eagles right now who are, well, I think if Dallas would have lost last night, it would have been different, but they would have still only been like two games out of that division. Correct. And they really they correct. currently have the, they're in the wild card. Correct. Yeah. Well, no, I think they're a game out They're a game behind Minnesota right now, I believe. Okay. But I believe they have like the ninth pick in the draft if the season ended well like the eighth and ninth picks or ninth and tenth picks yeah I, I saw the other day uh there is a couple teams in the afc east i believe would have two picks each in a top 10 i believe it's the dolphins and the jets yep and the no um jets giants and eagles all three would have back-to-back picks in the top 10 yes i knew it was something like yeah. that i just um because they're getting back from like like one like yeah one of them is a seattle pick i think on one of the teams is getting a pick that is owed to them from seattle it's probably uh the jets because they got jamal uh, adams yeah i was at lunch yeah at lunch today and we were we were looking at that and that's the only trade i could remember was the jamal adams to seattle which gave the jets that pick um the giants got one from chicago could not remember what that was. Like no idea. And, and obviously they trade picks all the time. So I mean we could be thinking of something that happened three years ago. Um and then the Eagles have their pick from the Dolphins, who I don't I don't I don't know who that is either. I don't know if that was to move up to get Waddle by the Dolphins last year. I don't I don't know what that pick get, was. Yeah. That might have been a move up pick. Oh that's that's probably yeah, so that's ringing a bell to me. Yeah, it's it's a mess. I mean, yeah, I, I think it's just been a wild year. Um, I think there is there's been far too many like double digit high spreads this year, more than I've seen in the last couple of years. And I think I mentioned a couple weeks ago, like going into week ten, just the underdog was like eighty two sixty seven to one against the spread or something crazy like that. Um. So a lot of big spreads and then like it's the NFL. Like it's yeah. Yeah. I mean these teams kind of I mean, well, I was I was gonna say there's a couple of teams at the bottom that I think are just done, but then again, Jacksonville beat Buffalo, Houston beat Tennessee, uh yeah. the Jets beat Tennessee. <laughs> you don't you really have no idea. Again, again this week, like you just mentioned. Well, I'll call it four double digits because I'll 
count Kansas City. It's a nine and a half right now, but um, yeah, it was it may have changed like 10 or something like when I wrote this down. But yeah, yeah. yeah. it's been so great. I, there's four double digits this week again. Yep. Um, and, and I'm not so sure about some of them. So that's yeah and then uh to me it almost eliminates like games like picking like i try to avoid the double digit spreads but i think last year like if we had one to two a week it was a lot because yeah yeah and i think we're seeing three to five a week right now yeah it's 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 excessive (laughs) and i think i think vegas is losing their ass on it i really think they are but um as, as we're Bills fans, we'll touch on our Bills and we'll get into our picks. But uh, bummer, we lost True Davies for the year. Uh, it's really unfortunate. Yeah, that's going to – I'm curious how that's going to work out. But they don't have – and we'll, I'm sure we'll get into it with the Monday night game. But there isn't really – the only team left on the schedule that I'm really worried about with losing Trey is Tampa. Because the wide receiver threat. When do they play Tampa? Are we freezing? Yeah, you know, like on and off. Yes. Two weeks, maybe. I mean, Antonio Brown's out for three games. They got. Yeah, they got Pats. Um, I forget who they have next week. Then I think they have then Tampa, then the Pats again. Okay. Yeah, so Antonio Brown's out for what three weeks? Because he turned in a fake fake vaccine card, yeah. but and they yeah, I, there was one kid though who filled in for them. Uh, he had a big game. I saw there was three years. guys, but they didn't mention who the other two were. Yeah, I can't remember. The kid played defensive back for. Uh, I can't remember. Tredavious might have been out. I can't remember. Somebody was out, and they brought him off the practice squad. I can't remember his name. Uh, he had like he had like two interceptions. I think that game against. I mean, granted, it was the Texans and terrible team, but. Uh, he played well. I mean, I think there's – Yeah. You're going to have to adjust. Your safety's going to have to play better. I mean, help better. I don't want to say play better, but they're going to have to help probably a little more. But uh, it sucks. Um, but what I really want to talk about is uh, – we were kind of texting about the other day is the running back situation in Buffalo. I'm uh, – I understand, like, Singletary's been there. But to me, like – you. You're, you you can't continue to do the same things with the same running back if, if you're not getting different results just keep doing it like it's what well, it's no secret the Buffaloes struggle to run the ball and then they threw Breida in what three weeks ago and he's he's actually been productive so I mean I think I looked the other day and Breida has more touchdowns this year in like three weeks than Singletary has all year it's something like that yeah well in yeah, well, and I was a part of that. They throw the ball a ton, but I think they were using Moss a lot inside the red zone. Yeah, and I got frustrated last week watching because they came out in that first series. Rita went right out there, and they looked really solid. They ran the ball, threw the ball. There was a mixture. I think they did it again for like maybe another series. And then all of a sudden it's like, we saw less of Brita and more of Singletary. And it's like, what are we doing? Like, if it's working, why are we like, Hey, running games work. And let's throw Singletary in there. Like, that's not what's working. Like 
I like Singletary. I think he's a good, you know, like I told you the other day, I think he's a good third down back. If you can get him in open space, a little dump pass or something like that. Uh, I, just, I think he doesn't, I don't think he hits holes quick enough at the line. I feel like sometimes he may be, I don't know if it's dancing, but I feel like he doesn't hit the hole quick enough and he's not getting through him. And he's so, dude, he, that guy's so small. I mean, most of those guys can wrap yeah. him up with like one arm. Right. Well, I think he showed in Singletary showed a little bit more in the second half against the Saints. Um, but I don't know how I don't know how good the Saints really are, so I'm not really sure on that. But I'd be curious if they put Singletary and Breed out there, how that put put them out there together. Both can catch on the backfield. Um, yeah. and I think you cause threats because you can go either way. You could you know, you could run with either of them. And it's the same guy. You just, yeah, I, I think it could cause some issues. Two back spread. Yeah. Yeah. Both of those guys out there. That's a great idea. You don't see a lot of that anymore. Either the two running backs in the backfield. So, all right, let's get into no. college. You want to do football first or basketball? Let's do a college basketball. Um, I two picks aren't any big games this week, uh, but I did go five and zero this week during the week. Uh, pretty pleased with that, and they were pretty easy wins. Um, I didn't kind of none were puckering puckering my butthole a little bit, so we were good there. Um, this weekend, tomorrow, both games, I am taking Saint Bonaventure at home against the Buffalo Bulls minus two and a half. This should be a really good game. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to this and seeing how this pans out because Buffalo is a, a is a good team and obviously Bonaventure. I think they just dropped out of the top twenty five maybe because they lost last week. Um, but Bonaventure is a very good team as well. We'll see them no matter what. I believe in the tourney. And then my other pick, and I, you know me, and I hate doing this. I'm going to take Syracuse plus eight and a half at Florida State. Florida State hasn't looked good all year. Um, I think they started the year ranked like top 15, top 20 maybe. Um, I think they're under 500. They just haven't looked good. They just got blown out by Purdue by 20, 25 this week. So that 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 should be an interesting game. Syracuse has been shooting the ball. I say this, they've been shooting the ball well, um, but they also did lose to Colgate couple of weeks ago which is interesting because my alma mater niagara just went into colgate and beat them by 15 um monday night so that that's a little confusing on colgate's part and syracuse's part because colgate did beat them by pretty handily by like 15 i think i don't i know i remember last year uh bonaventure was like uh it was like a go-to they were on a hot street covering and I'm with you on Syracuse. I just I know it's upstate New York and we live here, but I don't like Syracuse at all. I always I think they're yeah, overrated every year, but that's just me. Uh no college basketball yeah, been, for me. They've been yeah, they've been playing offense. Offensively they look good. Defensively they look bad, which is usually the complete opposite. Usually like bad they look bad on offense and good on defense. So um It'll be interesting now that we're getting to conference play. Well, I think there's a couple conference games and everybody goes a couple out of conference and then then we get into the full slate. So 
Uh, watch, watch for my picks. I've been throwing a few picks out um, a couple of times during the week. I'll try to get them out a little earlier um, coming out. Yeah, it's on uh, Twitter at the number three star recruits. Uh, we had picks out there last week too for football. Uh, go ahead and do your uh, college college football, and then we'll get into NFL. I don't have anything for college football. But this is getting really close to the part of the season where I watch more college football when we see uh, conference championships and uh, and the uh, playoffs. Yeah, there's and there's been so much movement in college football, especially with coaches leaving and moving to new places with teams in the hunt for playoff berths, which has been interesting to watch. Um, I think the Brian Kelly move was a scumbag move, in my opinion. I uh, I think you can at least wait and give the kids the respect. You know, I, I, I know they're not in the playoffs technically, but at least give those kids the respect that, like, you you haven't given I mean, I mean, some of those kids probably look at it like he just gave up on the season or he just doesn't care because he doesn't think we're going to make the playoffs. And I feel bad for the kids who, you know, they, they show up every day in practice. And it's like just you can't wait until the end of the season to do that. And then the way yeah, he found out. I, right. <laughs> yeah. That, well, and I feel like that's right in, in today's age. It's so hard to get a hold of your team and let them know before, because it, I feel like as soon as you agree to that contract, someone on the outside knows, and it's all over social media in a heartbeat. It's um, terrible. And then he shows up the next day and gives them seven minutes and dips. Yeah. Yeah. That I think that part is, terrible and i don't understand the college football like obviously lincoln riley oklahoma obviously they're going to play in a bowl game but because they lost oklahoma state last week they're they're out of the playoff hunt so they're not going to be in there but i feel like every year there's a few coaches that leave before the bowl game or yeah i don't know what it is if like that and i part of it i think could be and i don't quote me on this i think part i think between now and Christmas is a huge recruiting time for college football because the early signing period, which is like, I think some guys can sign like the week before Christmas. I want to say it's like December 20th. Yeah. And then there's, then there's like the national signing day, which is usually like the first week of February. So I don't know if that's why they're doing it because they've got to get out and get to recruits before the early, the early signing period. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it just didn't look good to me. This is my first thought. Oh, just... Yeah, I'm completely with you on it. Yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't look good. Um, but I did I did talk to uh, one of my buddies who's a huge Notre Dame fan, and he said he, he thinks it was time for Kelly to go anyways. Uh, oh yeah, been... yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that. I mean, I think that that's probably the writing's been on the wall there. And I think he kind of mentioned that like I'd hit my ceiling. Like that's it was it was time for a change, which is fine, but it's like if Notre Dame wasn't on that tipping point of like a few things could happen and they make the playoffs, I don't think I'd really be like, yeah, whatever. It's just, yeah. But it's like, I think as a, as a student athlete to like put in that time and gear up for like what, one more game and hope that like, you got to go out and take care of business and maybe get a couple upsets and somehow you get in the playoffs. And then it's like, instead of talking about that and getting ready for that, and as an athlete, like mentally preparing yourself and amping yourself up for that, instead the conversation is all oh, my coaches left. Yeah, and like they they signed Freeman yesterday, today, this morning. I don't know when it was. Who is a really good hire for them? I think he's obviously one of the top coordinators out there in college football right now. Um, 
So that'd be good for them. And obviously he's familiar with the team. So it's not like they're bringing someone from the outside, um, which should be good. And it's got to make them feel good. He, right. I think he's been their top recruiter anyways, from a coaching standpoint the past couple of years. So I, that's, that's good for them. But to me, Notre Dame's got to get in a conference. They're never getting in the playoff until, until they're in a conference. I would agree with that too. I've just, I've never been a huge Notre Dame fan because it's, they get all the publicity, they get all the TV and for years they just, didn't play anybody they weren't that good of a football team but hey we got Notre Dame on TV every week like it's not the game I want to watch exactly exactly but so. congrats to Brian Kelly on uh, developing a southern accent overnight <laughs> that was a that was wild wild <laughs> a wild speech he gave but um so let's, I'll get my quick picks here six of them you guys won't hear this now or it'll be too late for you I do like Oregon plus two and a half tonight against Utah. They are already down seven nothing as I'm as I'm speaking. <laughs> I'm gonna left that pick off. <laughs> but I, I do like Oregon. I think it's a revenge game for them with Utah just beating them a couple of weeks ago by like thirty. Um, so I, I like Oregon plus two and a half. Give me Oklahoma State minus six and a half. Um, I think the Pokes win this game. They know if they win, they are probably in. Um, and this, this is where it gets real interesting, not necessarily for Oklahoma State, uh, but for Cincinnati, who is my next pick. I am taking Cincinnati minus 10 and a half. They know they've got to win big to put that stamp on the playoff because I think it gets real interesting if Bama beats Georgia tomorrow, if I am not taking them, uh, which I'll get into. Um, if Bama beats Georgia tomorrow, Georgia and Bama are both in assuming Michigan wins they're in, then it comes down to Oklahoma state winning the big 12 or Cincinnati. And that's, that's where it'll get interesting because Oklahoma state, if they win tomorrow, they notch another top 15 win against Baylor. Who's I think eighth right now. Um, and I think the committee puts them in over since an undefeated Cincinnati team, which is interesting. Can we, can we talk about how like Bama came out of the, smell like roses last week like why are we deciding important college football games with two-point conversions yeah so i understand the reasoning for it but bama did not look good no. um, they they barely beat auburn who had a second string quarterback who was walking on one leg he couldn't even basically move. like he couldn't even move um so i mean you gotta give auburn a lot of credit they were pretty much they've been done for probably five or six weeks now but um, I was a rivalry game. People will say that I don't, I don't truly buy into the rivalry thing. Um, yes. You want to win. And I write Auburn knows if they beat Alabama, I, and to me, I don't think it mattered whether Alabama won or lost last week. The only thing that matters is this week against Georgia. If they lose to Georgia, they're done. If they beat Georgia, they're in it. What it didn't matter what happened last week. Um, so I do like Oklahoma state minus six and a half. Like I said, Cincinnati minus 10 and a half. Give me Georgia minus six and a half. I think you could run this up to 13 and a half or 14. I'm still taking Georgia. Bama's defense is not what it has been over the last 10 years. Um, I don't think they're that good. And if we saw Auburn wreck havoc on that offensive line of Alabama, I think we are going to see something wild tomorrow because Georgia's defensive line is shoulders above uh, above and beyond what Auburn's defensive line is. So that I don't think, I don't think this game is going to be close. Alabama is going to have to pull something crazy out in order for this game to be close. 
Um, so give me Georgia minus six and a half. I was shocked that was the spread. Um, Where's the game being played at? It's in Atlanta. So it's, I mean, it's always in Atlanta and there's obviously a lot of Bama fans down there anyways, but yep. I mean, it's an hour away from Athens or so. It's a, it's a home game for Georgia. Okay. And I, and Saban has had a ton of success against Georgia in that stadium. Uh, that's where they beat him in the national title game. Uh, what was that three years ago, four years ago, whenever that was yep. when Tua came, came in there in the second half. So Bama's got the history, but I think, I think it's Georgia's year. Um, next game, I'm taking Wake Forest plus three and a half against Pitt in the ACC title game. Um, Pitts look good, but I do, I do like Wake Forest. And then Michigan, Iowa. I'm going to take Iowa plus ten and a half. Ooh. I think Michigan wins this game, but I think it's close. Yeah. I think it's, I think we're going to see that old-fashioned Big Ten um, defense versus defense. Just run the ball. Yeah, Iowa's not going to put up points. Um, so I think they know their defense has to has to stand on their head against Michigan, who. Speaking of the Bills running backs, I would love to see um, Hassan Haskins from Michigan in a Buffalo uniform next year. That'd be nice. I think that'd be huge. And I mean, I think he's not going to be a top pick, so there he there's good chance he's sitting there end of the first round, even potentially second round, um, depending on how he fares in these next couple of games. He could stock could jump quick. So those are my uh, college football picks, and it's I. Tomorrow's just a great day, I think, with all the championship games. Yeah, I'll probably actually watch them. I'll have time. I'll watch some games tomorrow. Um, it's just tough for me personally to get into college football like all year because it's like the structure there is not there. Yeah. I, I think right. they could get a lot. I think they get a lot more if they shorten the regular season and expanded the playoffs. I see they just, the committee did vote down expanding the six or eight teams i don't know what they've talked about but they did they did vote it down i could see six and your one and two seeds get buys yeah yep but all right let's get into some nfl uh week 13 is the season's flying man um it's hard to believe but here we are uh week 13 uh i didn't tweet it out but i think uh I know I did. Did you have it in the pool last week or this week? Did you take Dallas? I did. Last night, yeah. I think everybody did, I think, for the most part. Yeah, there was, I think, eight, of, eight, of, eight, of, eight of us of the 14. Yeah, so the, 14. like, line was, like, four and a half, and, yeah, it was pretty – That was I, I, I was easy pick for me, in my opinion. I still I don't understand how, how the Saints justify paying Taysom Hill that kind of money. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, he he to me, he did not look too bad last night. Oh, he didn't, but it's like, how do you come out and like he just signed a big contract, what, two years ago? Yeah, maybe. And then he hasn't even played this. I don't even know if he's played this year. And it's like, and the news comes out, Jason Hill signs a contract. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I thought I thought he looked okay last night. And I was shocked with the um I think his rushing yard total last night was like 36 and a half. I mean, to me, that's a complete hammer of the over on that. And he ended up with, I don't know, he had at one point in like the end of the third, maybe early fourth, he had like 97 yards already. Yeah, he had quite a few fantasy points yesterday, which 
makes sense. He had rushing yards because he had four interceptions. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. Uh, first game on my list is Giants Miami. I'm not touching this game. Uh, line is six right now. Uh, I would say if I if I had to pick, probably Miami, just because of the defense. And I think it's time for the Giants to. I don't want to say rebuild because I think they've been doing that, but rebuild. Yeah, I I'm with you on that. I'm I'm staying away from this. This line I believe opened at three, um, and a lot of that movement is because of Daniel Jones. He wasn't playing as of maybe Wednesday. Then yesterday I saw reports he potentially could play. Um, if Daniel Jones doesn't play, I certainly like Miami in this game. They've won what five in a row now. Um, yeah. They're they're looking better four in a row maybe. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna stay away from this game unless Daniel Jones is playing. Then then I think it changes my mindset a little bit. Uh, next on my list, I have the Colts versus Houston. A lot of money coming in on the Colts right now. Uh, line is 10. And for that reason, I'm not touching this game. It opened up at seven and a half. I think that's why everyone put it on Houston or put money on Indy. Now everything's going the other way. This is just what we talked about, the, the, the double digits. I mean, uh, Tyrod's playing now, which Tyrod, in my opinion, is not a superstar, but I think they have a better chance of playing better football with Tyrod at quarterback. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree with you. I'm staying away again. This feels like this could be one of those games where Wentz just plays absolutely terrible and Houston somehow pulls one out. Yeah, um, Wentz could Wentz. Yeah, and I mean, the only thing that helps Indy is Jonathan Taylor. Yes. I mean, if they – if they Indy – or Houston's got to stop him or else this game, it won't be close. Uh, then I'll uh, we'll go out to the Midwest to Detroit, uh, Minnesota to, at Detroit. I do have a pick in this game. I like the Vikings minus seven and a half. It opened at six and a half. It's now seven and a half. Detroit sucks. Like I've tried to take Detroit a couple times. I had them on uh, Thanksgiving. I thought they'd actually win that game, but I mean they covered. But I don't think I think the Vikings have had a lot of close games this year. And this could be the game where it's not really close, and they can, they might coast through this one. Yeah, I like that pick. I I I'm not I'm staying away from this again. I I, I just worry about Minnesota. Minnesota's played well this year. I, th- I think I we've talked about it a few times. I think they have like three last second field goal losses, um, either against them or their kicker missing one. Yeah. Um. So. I'm staying away, but I, I do like Minnesota. I, I really – Jefferson looks really good. Um, Cousins, Cousins, he I, – I like Kirk Cousins. Everybody gives him a hard time, I think, all the time. But he, he puts up numbers. That defense just hasn't been playing well. Delvin Cook is out tomorrow, but Madison has done a fantastic job of always filling that role when he's out. Yep. And I believe Swift is – I – I Question. thought I read he's going to be out, um, which could hurt them. But yeah, uh, Jets Eagles, nothing. I'm not touching this game either. Line is seven. The Eagles could be the Eagles. The Jets, well, the Jets are the Jets this year. They're probably going to have two picks inside the top ten at the draft. So I'm not touching this game. It's at seven. I I am taking Philly in this game. Um, 
they let me down last week against the Giants. Giants are better, much better team than the Jets are, but um, Philly knows they've got to win. I think they're in they're they're in that point. They've got they've got to win now to stay in the hunt, yep. which is wild at whatever they are four and seven to <laughs> to be in the hunt. Maybe I think that's their record. Um, so give me give me the Eagles minus seven in this game. Uh, we're gonna stay in the Midwest. I say stay because my last game I talked about. So Detroit, we have Arizona at Chicago. Uh, the line is seven and a half. Arizona is your favorite. I, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you why I'm staying away from this game. I, I think there's going to become a point where, I mean, Arizona's what nine, they're nine and two. And I don't think the bears are that great, but could Arizona be Arizona at some point? And kind of like come back down to earth like everybody else has this year. Every good team has at some point kind of stumbled. And is it their turn? Yeah, and I'm I'm staying away from this game. Uh but this this division gets interesting with Arizona. Um, like you mentioned, do they cover start coming back? San Fran might be one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. Yep. Um, they're looking good, and I don't believe they play again. I think they've already played twice this year, if I'm not mistaken, um, which hurts San Fran, I think, because that, that would be a huge helper on their on their part if they, if they could play again. But I believe they have played um, twice already. Um, but, yeah, I'm staying away from Arizona-Chicago. I If this was in Arizona, and obviously the spread would be a little different, um, maybe like nine and a half. I think, I think if Arizona was a home, I think I would change my mind on this one. But – being in Chicago, and I, I assume the weather is going to be cold. Um, I know you let's, guys are dealing with some colder temperatures up that way. Hey, hey, hey take it easy there, Southern boy. Uh, <laughs> I'll look up the weather for you right now. It, it's, yeah, it's going to be 42 degrees and 93% chance of rain. Yeah. So if that's the case, I mean, Arizona's run, run offense has, has looked actually good this year. Um, but who knows what? If Ky- I don't even know if Kyler's playing. I assume he's back. I think he's back this week. Um, but who knows what he's he, – right, he hasn't played in four weeks. Uh, so this will this – get, this gets interesting with them. But, yeah, I'm staying away. All right, we're going to stay somewhere out there. Uh, Chargers at the Bengals. I don't have a pick for this game, uh, but I'll tell you what, the Bengals are starting to look a little better. After they, you know, kind of stumbled there in the middle. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm not picking anything in this game. I am, I am very excited. I do get to watch this game this week um, on TV down here. I usually just watch Red Zone, but um, this game is on TV. Um, so I, I, I am excited to watch this because these offenses can put up a ton of points. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I think this could be a really exciting. This could be the game of the week here. Well, game of the week on Sunday. The game of Sunday, I should say. Uh, let's head down south. Tampa to Atlanta. Uh, line is 10 and a half. And again, for that reason, that's why I'm not touching this game. We've seen Tampa kind of falter uh, a few weeks ago. And I just, uh, th- just the double-digit thing, man. The way that's going this year in the NFL, I just want anything to do with it. I want, I'm staying away from this game as well. But I want to get your thoughts on Matt Ryan. He has looked halfway decent this year with nobody down there, really. Obviously, Ridley's been out um, with his 
personal stuff for about seven, eight weeks now, maybe. Yeah. Um, Patterson had Patterson played really well for them this year, but do you think there's potential? He, they try to get him to trade him. I, I don't know if his contract's up. I know it's getting close and I don't know if it's up this year or he's got like another year or two. Um, I think we could see Matt Ryan in a different uniform uh, next year. So you just sparked something in my head that I, I mean, I, I was going to bring up, but I'll, I'll do you one better. I'll, I'll add to, I'm, I'll give you a better answer, I guess, than is what I should say than you're anticipating. Uh, the short answer is yes. Um, I think Matt Ryan has done a lot of great things in Atlanta. They've got a lot of great memories there. Um, usually in a playoff contender, you know, they, they've been very solid, right? But at some point, you got to look at things and be like, hey, it's just no hard feelings. It's time for change. And Atlanta's got to start doing that. And the other team that has to start doing that is Seattle. And I think it's time for Russell Wilson to move on. Yeah, I don't think he he's he he is a free agent. I know for sure, and I I think he's he is going to be done. He, yeah, he Seattle's not going to resign him. And as bad as he has looked this year, um, when when did they play this week or this past week? They played a primetime game. Yeah, they played uh, Monday night. Monday night. He did not look good at all. No. Not one bit. I mean, that offensive line is awful, but he still did not look. Even, like, throws, he had time. He looked awful. He overthrew people. He never threw a pass to Metcalf. Metcalf didn't have a catch until, like, the fourth quarter with, like, two minutes left. Yeah, don't tell me about that. He was my captain in DraftKings Oof. Monday night. It did not work out well. Um, he He's – I think he will be very interesting to watch in the offseason. Like I said, he is not playing well right now, so he's not doing himself, giving himself any help to sign anywhere and to get a contract. But he's Russell Wilson, so people are going to probably, they're going to give him a big contract. But right, he's going to be pushing what, nine years in the league? Yeah. 10 years? He's been there a while. He doesn't have, he's taking hits. He's not, he's not Brady. He's not going to play till he's, he's not going to, you know, he's not going to play for another 12 years. Right. Think about that. He, I mean, he would have to play another 12 years to even get to Brady's age, I think. Yeah. I think it's Matt Ryan and I think Russell Wilson are kind of like in the same, same boat rolling upstream. So we'll see. End of the year is going to be interesting for those two guys. Utah's up 14 nothing. Not good for my pick. No, it's not good at all. I'll pick six. That wasn't good. Not good. (laughs) <laughs> all right let's go out west uh washington's at vegas uh the line's currently one it's basically a pickup game at this point and it probably the line moved after washington's performance on monday night i i don't have a pick in this game to be honest with you i uh, actually nope sorry i do I, I like the over right now it's 49 and a half i like the over in this game all right yeah i can see that i i am taking vegas in this um Give me the minus one, I guess. Like you said, it's basically a pick them game. Yeah, it's pick them. I think Vegas is looking now for sake of AFC playoff pictures and everything else. I would like to see Washington win this game, but um, I do like – I like Vegas. It's They're at home. Um, so, give me give me Vegas. Uh, the next two games I do have picks in. Uh, we'll start with Jacksonville at the Rams. Um Believe it or not, I do like the Rams minus 13 here. I just – they need to bounce back, right? They got to come out and do something. We're hearing grumblings that Stafford possibly hurt. 
nothing listed on the injury list, but he could be hurt and just kind of playing through it. But I don't think uh, I got to take the Rams minus 13 here at, uh, at home playing Jacksonville. Yeah, I'm I'm with you 100 percent on that. I like the, I like the Rams as well in this game. Um, I think we're gonna see. I, I don't I don't think we realize how big the Robert Woods injury was because we were like, oh, they signed Beckham. Woods Woods did a lot for that team, and he took a lot of. If they were doubling Cooper, he, Woods could put up. I mean, he had multiple games of over 10 catches. Yep. Um. So. I agree. He he is a he was a big part of that team and. They're running the ball okay. I, to me, their defense hasn't playing, been playing great. And we saw them last week against Green Bay. What Green Bay put up, what, 30-some points on them? Yeah, you got a lot of talent on that team that's for defense and not doing what it should be doing. Yeah. You got Colin Miller and Aaron Donald, Donald on the line. Or Aaron Donald, yeah. I'm sorry. And then you have uh, Ramsey. And you you got to do something better than what you've been doing. And I don't know. They said, obviously, you and I aren't watching film. I'd be curious what they were – what the Rams defensively were doing beginning of the year versus what they're doing now, because I'm wondering if they were blitzing a lot more beginning of the year. And now because they've got Donald and Von Miller, they're like, Hey, we don't need to blitz. we just pass it, rush. Yeah. Rush, yeah. And they're just, rush they're just rushing four and it's not working. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the next game on my list, uh, Baltimore at Pittsburgh, Baltimore minus four and a half. With you hundred percent on this. Um, I do. This is another one. Like, I feel like the line could be a lot more this, this Pittsburgh team. Like, I, I don't know. I, I've been talking about it for a couple of years now. They need to have, they need to find reality. And the reality is you have a quarterback who was way past his prime. And the only reason he came back was he was owed $14 million anyway. Yeah. He could have, if he retired, the Pittsburgh was still paying him $14 million. So when I heard he was coming back before the season, I was like, okay, maybe they're going to do the right thing. They're probably going to draft a quarterback and get Big Ben to mentor him for a year. Uh, no, they didn't do that. They should have drafted a quarterback two years ago, in my opinion. Yeah. But they didn't, I, they didn't address it. They, uh, yeah, we've talked about this numerous times. I mean, you could have, you said two years ago, even three years ago, you probably could have. Yeah. He started falling off, to me, started falling off the table probably three years ago. Yeah. He cannot throw the ball anymore. No. Or, so, or move. I, I, like, I like Baltimore for sure here, minus four and a half. Yep. Don't even care. It's in Pittsburgh. Yep. I'm with you there. Uh, next game, you mentioned them already. 49ers at Seattle. I like the 49ers minus the three and a half here. I'm, I'm with you again. I feel like this is another line that could be could be a lot higher. I feel like San Fran's defensive line is going to eat up that offensive line in Seattle. Yeah, and I and their Seattle, I believe, is the worst team in the league against the running backs um, this year. So if you give Mitchell some some room, I think he's going to look good um, this weekend. So I, I'm with you. I'm San Fran minus three and a half. I like say I I think this could get up to. I think if it gets got to like five, six, I would think about it because it's in Seattle. Uh, but give me San Fran minus three and a half. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Sunday night game, Broncos, Chiefs. I don't have a pick here. A line open at 10. It's now nine and a half. It appears most of the money is actually coming in on Denver. 
I can see why. I mean, I don't think Denver, I mean, Denver showed they're six and five this year after what they won their first four. And then they kind of stumbled and they won their, like they, they've split their last two. They won last week. I can see it. I mean, I still don't think that, I still think Kansas city has got issues. They're not, they're not, Kansas city's not back in my opinion. Right. I would, like, again, I, yeah, I don't have a pick on this and for AFC playoff picture, I would love to see Denver win this game. Yes. Um, a lot of a lot of people are thinking Casey's not going to lose another game rest of the year and and get the and get the one, um, which I, I could see happening. But I I don't I don't think Casey covers. I, I do like Denver. If I if I had to pick one in this, I'd give me Denver with the points. If I had to pick one, I would take Denver in the points as well. Definitely. Uh, let's go on to what I think is the game of the week. You can call it biased, you can call it not, but it still is the game of the week. Uh, the Patriots at the Bills in Buffalo, the first time the Bills have had a, I think a Monday night game or a primetime game in Buffalo since like 2018, and that was the Patriots. Yeah, yep. So here's what I'm going to say. Line's two and a half right now. I think I like Buffalo in Buffalo. Uh, here's what I want to mention. Every, and I've texted you about this before. Every Monday you turn on the TV, if you do so, turn on ESPN, my apologies. Um, it, but if you do turn on the TV, I mean, there's a couple people there, like Dan Orlovsky, he knows what he's doing, man. Like if if the ESPN would just give that guy his own show, that'd be worth watching. Like Orlovsky understands like football, he can break down film, he does those things. But, he just doesn't understand, understand where the back of the end zone is. Yeah, that's 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 why he's a that's why he's an analyst now. But um, every Monday, somebody new is winning the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. They're winning the Super Bowl every week. They find a way to find you know to build a narrative that a new team's winning the Super Bowl. And it's like now we're talking about the Patriots. I had a chance to watch the Patriots games. It was on TV here last week because uh, Buffalo was the Thursday game, so the New England game was on here. And I haven't had a chance to watch a lot of their games. So this is my first chance really to see like Mac Jones play. In my opinion, this is going to be a really unpopular opinion. If you put Zach Wilson and Zach and Mac Jones a spot, he's probably just as successful because of the scheme that Bill Belichick and the position he's put him in. Yep. Mac Jones is not throwing a lot of passes over 10 yards. I think, I think I'm not, I'm not kidding you. I think I counted like, Five to six passes he actually threw, not got yards, threw beyond 10 yards. And he did it a couple times, and he was extremely inaccurate. He missed wide-open shots down the field at, like, 25 yards. And now, granted, I, I, I truly felt like Mac Jones was undervalued in the draft. I think we did talk about that a long time ago when they were talking about quarterbacks and stuff. And I'm like, I think Mac Jones is better than what these guys are giving credit for. Uh, but I do think that he's a tad overhyped right now. I think he's a good quarterback and I think he's better than what he was, you know, touted to be coming out of college. But I think he's in a fantastic system, a great coaching who is setting him up for, Hey, <laughs> throw this two yard screen wide receiver screen or, you know, little slant routes like, Passes probably you and I could throw, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. I truly paid attention to that last week. So for everyone who's crowning them the champs, I think it's going to be a good game. I really do uh, because of the rivalry. I looked this up. Uh, New England's got eight wins this year, and they've beat two teams with a winning record. 
Yeah, they. That, that's, I keep saying to people, well, and one of those teams with a winning record is Tennessee last week. Who, Without both their starting wide receivers and Derrick Henry. Every, everyone was like, oh, is everybody worried because the Patriots just beat Tennessee with Bills lost? It was like, well, Henry, Jones, and Brown were not on the field. That game is entirely different if those three are playing. Entirely different. Entirely different. If you don't think so, you probably should start watching like ping pong or something on Sundays because you don't know what you're talking about. And the other team they beat with a winning record, the Chargers. Yeah. Who Chargers have, are not that good of a team. Yeah. I, everyone was high on them. And I, I, I was, I'll admit, I was high on them at the beginning of the year. I thought they were going to look good. But yeah, they're, they're so inconsistent right now. Um, I mean, look, they gave up 40 to the, almost 40, I think, to the Steelers, whatever that game was. Uh, so <laughs> New England hasn't beat anybody yet. Right? They lost they, the Dolphins. I'll give it to them week one because it's week one, right? We don't, we're still figuring things out. Beat the Jets twice. Congrats. Yep. Uh, they lost to the Saints, the Bucks. Cowboys, I mean, teams they've beat. They beat the Jets twice, the Texans, Chargers, Panthers, Brown. I mean, come on. They, they, they haven't beat anybody. I'm, Dude, I'm, I'm with you 100%. I've been saying it for weeks. If the, if the Bills had the same schedule and the same record, they'd be like, well, they're not quite there yet. They're not Super Bowl contenders because of who they've played. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, you got to be realistic. I'm not being biased here. You got to be realistic. Like, go back and look at who the Bills play this year. They played. They played the, the fully healthy Chiefs. Beat them. So, what? But when the Bills beat the Chiefs, they were like, "Well, the Chiefs aren't that good." Okay, but now they're winning games and they're that good. Like this is the shit you hear every Monday. So, oh, Chiefs are back. Yeah, but they lost to the Bills. Yeah, but you know, it's like no, that's you're putting a crown on their head. The Bills lost on a quarterback sneak to the Titans, who had both wide receivers and Henry. Like, yep. come on. Yeah, I, I, I'm really looking forward to this game, and I know people are – like I said, it could be tough with with Tredavious, but I think it makes life a little easier on Jackson that they are getting the ball out of Mac Jones' hand quick. He does not have to stay with his receiver forever. Um, I think that you – got, You got a lot of help with Poyer and Hyde in the back. So Yeah, that's that's the thing is, like, you can you – can, there's a lot of help there. Uh I guess my biggest point of this is, in my opinion, I'm not going to say this is the first true test that they've had. I mean, they've played the Cowboys, who they lost to. Uh, they played the Bucks, who they lost to. Uh, but this is probably the best defense they're going to see. Oh, 100%. So, uh, even without Tredavious, this is the best defense Mac Jones is going to see all year. And if they can, the Bills can go in there and force him to throw over the top to a Poyer, direction or Micah Hyde the Bills run away with this game yeah and there's a there's there's a to me there's a lot of pressure on um Edmonds and Milano this week yes because you got to cover the flats and stuff you got to you got to make sure those things are taken care of because that's where the ball is going it's going to go underneath and out to the flats you know the Bills they're not one they don't have a ton of sacks they do lead the league in quarterback pressures yeah they they they've looked they've looked good um defensively yeah they, they lead the league in quarterback pressures yeah i'm i'm looking forward to like i said especially on prime time i feel like we're always talking like you said obviously being bills fans we are but 
everyone's always like going in the KC game, you know, KC wasn't playing great. And they're like, Oh, I think KC still wins this. And obviously we bills beat them by whatever 30 or whatever. Um, even I, I, I think a lot of people were picking the bills Thursday against the saints, but that was another one. They're like, Oh, it's in New Orleans. New Orleans has not been good for five or six weeks. They've looked bad since they beat Tampa. Yeah. Um, so again, Bills go in there and win thirty-one to six, and that and that's another one, right? I going back to the Cowboys beginning of the year, you know, oh their defense is back, they're really good. Well, they got beat by the Raiders. Now I was some questionable calls and whatever. I didn't, <laughs> that, I didn't really watch. Show, but yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't watch too much of that game. I watched quite a bit of that game. It was. Not non-Cowboys fan, I think they got screwed, in my opinion. Yeah. It was a, there was a couple, like, the, the play that put them in, uh, the Raiders in field goal range to win the game, and one of the touchdowns early on in the game was basically ended up being, you know, pass interference on a two-yard line was, like, a turn into a freebie, and it's like, that was a bogus call. Right. Yeah, so, but everybody's talking about Cowboys defense being in the air, but now I think you look at them and you're like, eh. I mean, they're better than they were last year. Yeah, they still correct. have moments where they're, yeah, yeah, hundred percent better. But look at last night the the one touch on the Saints had was guy they just left the guy wide open. Yeah, <laughs> didn't cover him. Well, even uh, uh, even the screenplay that they threw at one point in the second half, like to a yeah. wide receiver, like nobody made a tackle. I don't know if anybody got a hand on him. So right. No, I, and I think uh, I mean honestly. You're, for the Cowboys, I think the best thing that happened to them was an injury that put Micah Parsons out at defensive end instead of linebacker. Because he is a problem out there. Yeah. Yep. So I think, I mean, good for them for figuring that out somehow or way, shape, or form. But all right, you got anything else, bud? I, I don't have any more picks. I'm I'm good to go and excited. Utah's coming back. Or, or start Oregon. Score update. Uh they just they just picked them up. 14 nothing. so that Oregon just picked them off there. They're inside the 30. Okay. Well, maybe we get a touchdown soon. All right, well, everyone, until uh, till next week, we'll be back next week, and we'll talk about what's probably going to be a shit show this week in the NFL, but we'll be back next week.